Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. It is a victory Thursday, Rob. Yes, how sir. How great was Sunday afternoon? How great was it? it Tell was, me how great it was. It was very great. Uh, oh, God, I loved it. I loved it. I am I know. I mean, I predicted a higher score. I want the, the offense to look crisper, but let's be honest. The, you know, there's no preseason. I mean, there was a pre, just preseason Hadn't didn't have Waddle and Armstead out there like this is the first time. It's only going to get better if this is a mediocre performance and we and we crush the Patriots. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, definitely. I, I felt like not as close as the score indicated. Um, I was never really sweating it too much. I think when the Patriots got the touchdown in the second half, and that you know, I was like, we need to we need to drive here. Um, and we got one. We we had to settle for three, but you know, getting getting the three points was huge. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I, the defense looked amazing. But we we do think the Patriots' offense is bad. I think the Patriots' defense is very good. So um, I actually liked a lot of what I saw on offense. We'll talk about that as we break the game down. But man, it just felt so good to like be at the bar with the with the Dolphins Dolphin fans watching the Dolphins game. You're just watching football. So yeah, good. It was, it, was, one, it was so great. Yeah. One thing to say about the offense, because, and it doesn't really show up in the stats because it didn't turn into a touchdown drive. That last drive, I think we got the oh, ball right. with over with five and a half minutes to go, and we just and like and pinned. They also our starting field position. Like if it didn't yep. come off the turnover, we were it was inside the ten every time. And what I think we had no three and outs. No three and outs or one three and out. I think there was there might have been no three and outs. There was a couple like, you know, where we did punt early, but most of the time we were moving it, flipping field position. But you know, the game's still on the line. Uh, what was it? Because it was a, just a two score game, right? Because they could have they they you know they could have with the two point conversion. Yeah, had we they only... mounted any kind of you know reel off, they had the one drive where they got the touchdown. But, but what I mean is that... is with five and a half minutes to go, if you go three and out and they get the ball, like that that game is still in play. And oh, yeah. we just very much one. We didn't Flores, you know, run, 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 punt. Let the defense do it. Right, we're throwing in in backed up to it in the end zone. 
not throwing screens to Waddle in the end zone, literally, but <laughs> you know, but calling real plays with passes, with runs, things that have a chance of working, and the fact that they were able to eat the whole last five and a half minutes, that was an impressive drive. I, I felt like watching this game, you know, and I, I don't think it's going to happen this week because the Ravens are a very good defensive team as well. There's going to be some games this year where this offense just puts up a ton of points. Oh, I mean, you can it looks like they look so much better, like just watching the game and the competency on offense. You hit the nail on the head. It wasn't like just hoping they don't make a mistake and letting the defense do something. And there there was a clear plan. You know, I, I thought they were going to be a lot more run heavy. I was surprised to see how much they threw the ball, um, but I, I thought it looked great. Like there was so much motion. Everybody looked to be on the same page, going to the same places. There were almost no penalties. You know, the snaps were coming up. I, the first snap was bad, but everything outside of that, like everything was, you know, Tua was in rhythm. Um, you know, he made, there was one throw he threw that should have been intercepted. Um, the defensive player defended it from his his own play his own guy making the yeah, interception we, that was a terrible throw i don't and i don't know was that a miscommunication i didn't hear it had to be or a misunderstanding he, he was under pressure assume. there were a yeah. couple times where you know that the plays weren't there and he's holding on to the ball a little bit too long which is he does that a little bit more than i like to see um but i i you know the the 50 50 ball that he threw up to tyreek that was another one like i, I was honestly I didn't. I've never seen Tyreek catch a 50-50 ball, so like I didn't know that was something that he did. Um, so you know, seeing him do that, like me, I love Tyreek and like watching him do that, like really got watching Tyreek, like because you you know you've seen the big plays, you know the speed, but just like through all throughout the training camp and the way you know the way people talk about the work, you know the work ethic and 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 how competitive he is and like having him on on a team watching him for sixty minutes, it is it isn't he is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the, the you know the game starts out. Uh, Patriots get the ball first, and they kind of march right down the field. And this is one thing that I've kind of noticed about this Dolphins team uh, with this defensive scheme. It seems to start out very, very vanilla. Like they're not right. like they're they don't they don't bring a lot of pressure. They kind of you know they aren't stuffing gaps. Like they're kind of just like seeing how the offense is going to line up, and then they you know. And it, that that first drive, most most times that they're on the field, they're not very aggressive. There's they're a kind of there's a reason for and that. I yeah, I know, uh, but I like it. Is what I'm saying. Like I like I you know watching the Patriots move down the field. You know, I was getting a little worried. I was like, oh, because that was the best I had. That was way better than I thought the Patriots' offense was capable of looking. You know, until they you know they got down there and then uh, you know they took the shot to the end zone. Tested uh, tested Howard. Had they listened to the podcast, they uh, they would have known. I was uh, I was setting myself up for a terrible joke, and you didn't let me do it. So, uh, so the the reason the for for allowing them, you know, to coming out vanilla is like you want their offense to whip it out, so you can see how big it is. Then you just know how much you have to take out to win. You don't want to have to, you know, empty the empty the trousers to say like, and that to win, if you only have to take out half of it. I I'm not even gonna not even gonna. <laughs> You're not gonna touch it. Come yeah, on, you know, James. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that either. So um, so Jones throws the ball into the end zone. Uh, single coverage. Uh, Parker was completely blanketed by Howard. Um, he bats the ball up in the air, and and Holland makes the pick in the end zone, returns it out to the twenty-five. It was great 30. coverage, but I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. 
If that was reversed, you would be screaming about that little hand on the shoulder. He had a he had a little it, something that could have been uh, usually gets called. It was ticky tack. I don't. I'm not saying it was like blatant, but I'm almost surprised it wasn't called in today's so, day and age. So Devontae Parker, who is notorious for complaining to the refs, right? Said nothing to the refs, and even after the game, said he didn't feel like it was pass interference. So right. well, I'm just, I think, yeah, I think that clarifies whether or not it was pass interference. And if <laughs> that's you watch true. it, he. Parker I'm saying, puts his I'm hand saying, I've seen less. I'm, I've seen like, less like, called. Like he's going to push off on him. So Howard didn't grab him until Parker put his hand on him. That's when Howard grabbed him. Was well, then it's that. offsetting, but there's still penalties. I'm just, I'm not saying it was pass interference. I'm saying I've seen less called. That I'm surprised I, I, it wasn't. I, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to how these things are called. Right. Obviously, we know. I just, if if Parker's not complaining about it, who's notorious for complaining about PIs, I'm just also I, letting our new listeners know that you like to complain about the referees. I do, but I know. that I know. feel like that was no, that was awesome not just because it went in our favor. But I was actually a little sad because in one of the angles, it looks like X bats it right to Holland, but it's he just happens to be swatting his hand and it bounces like off of their chest yeah. and heads. But the one angle I'm like, oh my God, he just he saw Holland coming and he just batted it to him volleyball style and I and it didn't happen. But it it, it looked it, like that. It, it, it did, did look, look like, like that, that in real time. But yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, so Holland returns it out. Um and and that that killed any momentum the Patriots had. Um now the Dolphins uh, in the first half on offense, they, they, were, they did some nice things. I, I like how they got Tyreek involved. I like how involved that Tyreek was in the offense. Um, you know, there were some short, some short passes that he, you know, uh, had some run after the catch on. Well, let's um, let's not forget the very first play was a pretty long pass to him. The the one the bad he snap. was wide open. He yes. was wide yeah. open. It was a bad snap. We talked about this off the air. Judon did get his thumb on that ball. I mean, it was a terrible snap. And he didn't have time, so it looked like Tua just threw it quick. But I mean, I don't know; it might have been a terrible pass because of all those other things. But but it did get it did get deflected. Um, but the, the again, they went that could have that could have been a big gain a, a twenty thirty. Oh, it was yard. a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, there was no one. I, I don't know how you leave how Tyreek Hill gets that wide open. I also, you know, the snap was bad, and we've talked about this ad nauseum. Tua is a he is a rhythm passer; like he is not. You know, he doesn't have like the big arm, like he's not as, you know, he doesn't make he's not an impro improvisational type of quarterback. Like he doesn't Improviser. make things happen like when plays break down. Um, so he's gotta he's needs things to be in rhythm. Um and it, it from the start it wasn't. And I did not realize that that Judon got his hand on the ball. That makes sense because it was odd how not close to Hill that it was, but that that makes sense. Um, but the rest, you know, the rest of the first half, I thought Tua looked pretty good. Um, there was, you know, uh, there were some drives where they moved. They, they got into, you know, they got into range for a field goal. You know, they got up three nothing. Um, I really, one of the things that I really liked about the first half that I noticed as well, um, the, the the punter Morstead, um, he is a fantastic punter. Uh, has been in the NFL for a very long time. Nice job pinning the Patriots back, and then. I saw it right away. Uh, Brandon Jones screaming <laughs> off the edge. One of those, you know, one of those zero blitzes. Mac had no idea, no pocket presence. That's another one of the things I really like about Mac Jones is his lack of awareness <laughs> in the pocket. Um, and as he, like he, like as an opponent. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He hold right. When I'm talking about any quarterback that's not ours, I'm I like the bad things that they do. So 
Um, yeah, he holds on to the ball a long time. I've noticed that in the, the few games that we've watched of him. And yeah, he uh, yeah he got blown up. Melvin Ingram, the, the one-handed scoop and score. So good. Um, Ten nothing off the bat. And Ingram had a good game. Like he had some good tackles. He had a good. He had a really good game. He was much. I thought from everything I'd read about him and like kind of like seen like his you know his stats over the last couple of years, he just looked like a shell of himself. You know, he was amazing. Um, you know, his first few years in the league, and I just thought, you know, sometimes it just gets away from you. I think maybe he was hurt. He looked fantastic. He fits in this defense very, very well. I was a little concerned that he was going to be taking a lot of time away from Van Ginkle, but well, I he's still he coming back from the appendix, so uh, yeah. But right. so it were ended up working out. The one thing I will say, <clears throat> we're about almost to the point where we know it doesn't matter. But they were feeding Hill, and I was getting a little worried that it was taking away from Waddle. I'm like, Waddle did not see the first. He had that one catch before the catch, but that was on that drive, you know, the last drive of the second quarter. So he went a lot of the first half without being targeted. Yeah, and the, and the big swing, right? Like the the Dolphins get the ball. You know, they're they're kind of pinned back in their in in their uh, side of the field uh, to end the uh, the first half, and you know, Tua gets sacked. Like they're, you know, they're in a, it was like a third and 19 or something like that. And that, that, I didn't think Cedric Wilson had that great of a game, but you know, that, that was a big catch on that third down. And that was a very, very nice throw from Tua. He, you know, that was in rhythm, you know, with velocity, quick release on time, split some defenders, you get 12 yards back and that puts you in position in a fourth and seven. How like leading up going into that fourth and seven, how shocked were you? when they lined up to go for it. So I wasn't super shocked because I expected this team to be smart. And the fact that the Patriots had one timeout, couldn't move the ball. Patriots at this point had no timeouts. They had to blow their, they blew their last time. Oh, they, they had, had no timeouts. Timeout. So, so if you miss this, they're taking a knee. Yeah. If you miss this, they're taking a knee. They're maybe in a, in a missed field goal. It does give them the, the seven more yards because you get it at the spot of the kick. But even so, it was a long field at that point. And we still had timeout. So if you do get the first down, now you can take you know take a timeout and kick a field goal. I thought it was – to me, it's one of those no-brainers that coaches never do. So I was just thrilled. I wasn't shocked. I was thrilled because I'm like, this guy's as dumb or as smart as me. You know, or vice I, versa. I, yeah, I was definitely not not for it. I'm very glad that they went for it, but I I wanted them to punt and just go in ten ten nothing. Oh, um, but that's the thing. Though, to me, and like you wouldn't do this against against the Bills or the Chiefs. You know, you're not giving, but that's they don't have Mahomes or Allen. You can you 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 were safe. Like to me, this was the same. You know, if you miss it, that's the equivalent of a, just a bad punt. They were they were going to take a knee if they, if they, if they got the ball there. So then they actually, they, they do snap it. They run the play and they hit, uh, you know, we, we know what happened. It was a beautiful pass, you know, beautiful route. Beautiful did you watch, by the way, did you, did you see that, that Dan Orlovsky break that play down? He does no, some really, not. he does some really good tape breaking down and he breaks down that basically there's the one guy who could stop it, and I believe it's Judon, but it's the you know it's the the safety on the left. If if you're looking from Tua's vantage point on the left side of the field, when he's gets the when he gets the snap, his hips and his head are pointing left to Tyreek, and once Judon makes uh, 
not Judon. It was probably um, the guy, Duggar. Uh, once he commits, he snaps that ball. To, he turns and snaps. He bas- the way he looked him off to basically because if the third if he's there, that's a that's a three way collision. But when he's not there, it opened the space. So it was like it's great. Look it up. Uh, Dan Olavsky does great breakdowns, um, and he's pretty pro Tua. You know, he's actually yep. he's not even pro Tua. He's pro Tua guy. He's pro Tua, but he's actually like just even like he sh- he'll point out the bad things and the good things it just so happens that he doesn't seem like he has an agenda so compared to everyone else he seems pro to um but it was a great breakdown of that play and why why waddle was able to split the split the defenders tremendous throw tremendous route tremendous play call obviously it worked perfectly and then um you, you love seeing that going in 17 nothing at halftime huge um, you know, with the uh the way the patriots were playing on offense i mean <laughs> Might as well have been 34 to nothing. Not to jump point. the gun, but my only disappointment was not taking the opening kickoff in the second half and scoring because that's the double up. You know, that's 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 what, that's what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, you always want that. You love that. So um, anyway, the second half starts. Dolphins, you know, uh, they don't they don't do anything with that first uh, that first possession. Um, the Patriots do go down. Takes them a long time, but they, they score a touchdown, make it 17 to seven. Um, and at that point, you get a little bit nervous, but the Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins' offense responded with a pretty nice drive, uh, gets three more points back, and then, you know, at that, that point, it defense. was just you know, two, Mac. I, th- I feel like made some some decent throws, but you know, he they didn't look good on offense at all. You know, the running game had some nice runs in the in the beginning of the game. Um, they kind of got away from it as they fell down, and then you know. I just they just looked lost on offense. Like yeah, I didn't he, see any kind of yeah. Mac had, they looked like us on offense last year. <laughs> he had like one or two real nice throws, but he also missed like three guys. Yeah. Like um, so yeah. And their touchdown drive was aided by the uh, uh, the illegal contact penalty on Howard. That was the fourth down that they went for it. Um, you know when I when I saw the late flag, I thought they were going to call the PI, and there that there was definitely no PI on that one. Right. Was, but he did he did hold him. Uh, he was yeah, definitely yeah. holding him pretty bad coming off the line. So uh, I feel like they got that call right. <gasps> Do we have a producer? Somebody somebody mark that, save that. <laughs> James agreed with a call. So I think we you know, we we did a lot of uh, a lot of breakdown or um, you know recapping of of week one. I like to think of it as reminiscing. <laughs> going to Baltimore this week is is going to be tough. Um, last year, they came to Miami on a, on a Thursday night, and traditionally the, the Ravens have destroyed this and team. And we crushed them. We did. Uh, it, it, the final score of that game was 22-10. to 10. Watching it, it... Very it was our. Felt I think like it was our most... to nothing. Yeah. It might have been our most... It was our most impressive win. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was agreed at the time the ravens were the the top team in the afc they were the number one seed that came into miami we were i think two and seven and you know what you know what kind of gets overshadowed how good does it feel not to have the nonsense of having a coach who's like yeah two is not hurt but i'm gonna start jacoby Brissett because he's awful and then finally just be proved be like hey you know we can win this game if you just let the kid play and he, he did, and we did. But I'm like, ah, oh, God, that's so frustrating. So, Brissett is terrible. 
Did you? I, well, I'm not defending Brissett. <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to say that, that that's a. It brings me to a point, right? Like I was, you know, one of the things I really wanted to see was what this defense was going to look like without Flores, right? Like, and I, it's one game, small sample size. You can't really say, um, but they looked. I mean, and again, Patriots offense is not functioning properly. We can true, but that's a but but they but if there's one off one offense one person in Belichick and and a and an offense that practices against a similar scheme. So in a weird way it, they also have an advantage against this defense because they should be familiar with it, more familiar than really any other team. This is correct. So um I believe we set the record uh, for most cornerback blitz or mo- most blitzes out of the secondary in that uh, in oh, that Ravens the, game the last year, yes, and um, obviously to tremendous effect. Uh, Lamar Jackson was running for his life uh, the the entire game and just did not look like himself. He did not look like the Ravens. I don't see that happening uh, again. Um, um, I, think, I think they're going to be a little bit more ready for us. I agree. One of the one of the reasons we were able to do it is last year is because the Ravens had didn't have any run game <clears throat> because all their running backs are injured, and I know I believe Dob uh, J.K. Dobbins did practice in full, but even so, I'm not as afraid of I'm I'm more afraid of him than their other terrible running backs. I mean, I love Drake. You know, bless you for what you've done. But poor went out. You know, that guy's done. I'm not afraid of Kenyon Drake, Mike Davis, Justice Hill. Like, if Dobbins doesn't play, they're still going to have no running game outside of Lamar. Um, and if he does, he's still coming off a major injury. So I don't expect him to have the burst or whatever. So on the plus side, they're still not going to be able to run it down our throats. And that's, that's a, that's, you know, that take that away from their offense and that changes them dramatically. I did not watch their game against the Jets. I understand that you did. Um, I saw the final score. I saw the highlights. Uh, I, I think they actually have more things on offense than, than people realize. I feel that Rashad Bateman is actually a very good wide receiver. Uh, Mark Andrews is maybe the best tight end in the NFL, and they they have a pretty solid offensive line from what I remember. So, And Lamar Jackson's a, a truly gifted quarterback. So I think it's going to be a, a much different game than than what we saw on Thursday Night Football last year. Um, show some respect. Mark Andrews is the second best tight end in the league. Isaiah Likely is the best tight end in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. And so it's their it's the Ravens rookie tight end that had this incredible preseason and like in the fantasy oh, world people funny. are like and he actually is getting play. Like he he's he'll be out there. You'll you'll know who he is. Um but because he is very good, but he's obviously number two on the team. But that's a team that can use two tight ends. Um, yep. It's just funny that he was like the he was like the Damian Pierce of tight ends uh, during uh, preseason. preseason. Yeah. So what did um, what was your take on on their performance against the Jets? Given so that you watched the game. Um, they were they came out terrible. Like that by they didn't. I don't the I don't remember the halftime score, but it was like the Jets like missed a field goal. It, like this game was close. It was it was ugly, punt fest turnovers, and it wasn't until uh you know they finally got a couple of deep shots. They took there was a point in this in the game where they just started taking deep shots and they missed on like two or three of them before they started hitting. And then it was, and it, it was almost like, it just seemed like a, like a little kid throwing haymakers, like just swinging all as hard as he could until he finally like clocked somebody. But you know, the jets are the jets. They're not good. Flacco's not good. Um, I do like their skill players. They're, 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 they're very talented. 
uh, Watson made this great play off of a off of a broke a busted play like Elijah Moore. The two running backs, they're very talented. I don't think they have enough for us to worry about them for quite some time. Um, Flacco's terrible, and he might be better than uh, Zach Wilson. So, you know, that's the Jets. I know we don't care about the Jets, but we're going to play them soon. The Ravens, I mean, it's week one, the first half, you know, you expect jitters. So they're still the Ravens, right? They, they're they still Lamar. I'm still, we. I think we can win. I think we will win. I'm more confident now than I was before the season started. Right? Remember when we we talked about the – I think you thought we might just win the first game and lose the next three. I thought we could win two of the first four. Um, this is obviously the easiest one of the, of our next three, and I'm, I'm a lot more confident in it than I was before. Screw the Ravens. <laughs> All right, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, you'll get our predictions on how we think – Sunday is going to play out in Baltimore. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And we're back. So I do not think Sunday is going to uh, turn out to be the best for uh, for this team. I think going to Baltimore traditionally for us has been a house of horrors, even when we had some pretty solid football teams. Um, I do feel like this is a very solid football team, and I feel like it's going to be close. Uh, I wanted to touch on something else before we get into the pick as well, just uh, based on, you know, kind of if you'd listen to our preseason finale show where we were talking about the, the different quadrants of the season and how we picked the Dolphins, how to, how to turn out. Um, the first four games are, I think the hardest um, for this team. And I, I had picked us to go one and three. Um, Rob had us at two and two. I, if there was a second game to win, I honestly, I was thinking it was probably going to be the Cincinnati one. Um, so I, I never really felt good about this one. I just didn't think we'd be able to recreate what we had. Um, on Thursday, but I'm feeling better about it after seeing them play against New England. So um, I still don't think we're going to win. I feel like it's going to be a close game. I think the offense is going to play well, but not well enough to get it done. Um, and I think our defense is going to do well also, but ultimately at the end, I think it's going to come down to a field goal. And I believe the final score will be Baltimore 20, Miami Dolphins 17 on uh, Sunday. Can I let you in on a little secret? Please do. I think we're going to win this game and the Cincinnati game. <laughs> I I see a scenario where we are 3 and 1 coming out of this hellhole. It's which would be fantastic. That yeah, that's I mean when we did talk about the quadrants, we were like that's almost the best case scenario. We, I mean we didn't even like play two and two, we right. didn't even 2 and 2 is what we figured 3 and 1 would be like a dream. Yeah, and and, and we both said no, we'd be I, happy 2 and 2, two, would two. Been a dream for me. Yeah. 3 and 1 might have been a dream for you. Well, we're going <laughs> to it's it's a I possibility. Didn't even think three and 1 was in the realm of possibility. Cuz your boy looked terrible. And then oh, he looked Burrow. good. <laughs> yes, he did, but he'll be I think he's going to be fine. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, one it's week 1. You know what I realized? 
if I What's had, that? if somebody said your life depends on a football game, but you have eight months to prepare for it, I'm totally getting Mike Tomlin staff on staff because the week one, they beat the Bills last year. They beat the Bengals this year. Like, and then they just turned into their regular like eight and eight team. So if you got eight months to prepare, he's the best. Clearly. Um, I mean, they had no business winning that game. On I I happened to watch a decent amount of that game because it was on the TV next to us at the bar. And it just felt like every time I looked up, like Burrow was either throwing an interception or getting sacked. Um, well, those are I, bad, right? You shouldn't do that. Right. But they, but somehow, even with the, the four interceptions and the six sacks that he had, um, the, the Bengals sh- should have won that game. They missed I don't know how many field goals, that, how many game-winning field goals they missed in that game, but there were plenty of them. Uh, either way, Steelers won. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, Bengals week when we come to it. But why don't you tell us what you think is going to happen on Sunday in Baltimore, Rob? Well, one, we know the Dolphins are going to win, and they're going to win 23-16. to 16. That, is my, that is my prediction. All right. All right. 23 Dolphins, 16 bad guys. By the way, you just realized, made me realize I need to get a boo drop because I just want you, when you chose that score, I just wanted to hear a crowd yelling boo at you. Boo. <laughs> Fair enough. I hope I am wrong. I, I really do. But um, yeah, I we'll see. I don't know. I, I feel like this Baltimore team is for real. I think, no, I think, I think they are good. But again, it's, it's, they're rusty. We're you know they're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. They don't have their running game yet. They're injured on defense. They're they're still banged up. Like they're missing players. Like you look, their injury report was blank. But they have guys like on the IR. Like they have guys who are inactive who aren't playing. Their 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 secondaries beat up. Um, I will say the the offense. We didn't really talk about the offensive line, which is improved, but still had some issues and Tua looks at his worst when he seems like he doesn't when he doesn't think he has the time and so he doesn't go to his second read or come back or stay you know like he kind of just takes what he sees and doesn't look f- for that next read where you might have the guy downfield because couple he's gun shy go for it yeah a couple of things uh, the Patriots defense is is very good so credit where credit's due I thought the offensive line looked light years ahead of where they were last yes. year. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, so, and and I, I really did. Like, it, it, you know, I felt like guys are in the right positions, the positions they're supposed to be playing. I feel like they're locked into those positions. They're not going to be shifting around and trying different guys at different well, at left Until people get week. hurt. Like like, we did have a little yeah. bit of shifting around, but that was out of necessity. Right, because Austin Jackson got hurt, and he has not practiced this week, which is right. That is That is something we should talk about. But I thought Little came in and played extremely well. Um, when he came in. So uh, fun fact, while I was at the Dolphins bar in San Francisco this week, Austin Jackson's mom uh, was actually watching the game with us. She showed up at the bar, had a big turnout. For, Shout uh, out for, Mama Jackson. Yeah. Pandemic uh, is officially over in San Francisco. We had a, uh, a gaggle of about 15 to 20 Dolphins fans at the Dolphins bar this week, which is double, <laughs> maybe, maybe sometimes triple than most of the weeks that we had last year. So it was great to see. Yeah, Austin Jackson's mom was was one of the the uh, the, the fans that was there. She said she's coming back every week, so uh, looking forward to that. When are we having her on? The, when really are we good. getting her on the pod? I'll talk to her about it. I, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to come off as too much of a you know 
I don't even know I what the word I'm looking for here is, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, it was, it was, it was I, a listen, great show. I don't even want Austin. I want his mom on the pod. I'm not even asking <laughs> to try to get the the player. No, I want to talk to his mom. She seemed cool. She was very cool. She was very, very cool. But yeah, it was, it was a great group. Um, yeah, I had a good time. Uh, so that was that was really nice. But um, I, we don't know if he's playing this week or not. She did say he wasn't he wasn't too hurt. Um, and then that was just from when we were at the game on from when we were watching the game on Sunday. Um, but it looks like this week he hasn't practiced much, if at all. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Little is starting at right tackle. Uh, Taron Armstead was on the on the list, but uh, they're pretty confident he's going to play. So looks like the, the offensive line should be pretty much intact for Sunday. Yep. Cool. That... All right, so we'll get into NFL Pick'em at this time. So traditionally, we used to pick every game in the NFL. This year, we've kind of turned it around a little bit. We're just going to stick to our, our three games. We're not going to run through the entire slate. Um, so we picked them well um, you know, before we started the podcast. Uh, at the time of this recording, the Chargers and Chiefs had not kicked off yet. Um, the Chargers are plus three and a half, and Rob loves them so much that he wanted to take them. I love the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs are for real. So I have the Chiefs winning. And I'll be honest, it's the half point. It's just the, the I just see this game ending with a, with a you know with somebody kicking making a kick to win this game or doing something ridiculous. Um, so I hate the char- honestly I I hate the Chargers. I. That's not. Tr- I love San Diego. I love like San Diego teams for like to root for peripherally. But not a San Diego team. Well, that's true, and that's why I hate them now. So uh, yeah, and I was I was remiss. I got a little got a little over anxious. Rob did beat me at Pick'em last week, so Ooh. somebody hell hot frozen over. But but wait, he wait, went with the home dogs. It was smart. He was he was smart. I was stupid. He took all home dogs well no i screwed up i should i was i i couldn't decide between the raiders or seattle and i took the raiders when i should have taken seattle and by the way that was there were a two-point conversion away from actually covering that spread so it wasn't even like and all and all the games i taking the texans and the steelers and you're like and the seattle you're like those teams are terrible and they're playing good teams you're an idiot and i'm like i know but home dogs week one Gotta well, the Steelers it. weren't at home. That was in Cincinnati also. Ah, so. Whatever. <laughs> so week one is weird. Rob, I think uh, as, I think the Bengals saw. are are just a and just a good team that went on a great run at the at the right time. I don't think they're elite. Uh, no, but they're definitely better than the Steelers. And they, true, you know, but there was there was getting a lot yeah. of points. I didn't, you know. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you were right. Too many you were points. right. I was wrong. So yes, he did. He had the Texans plus seven and a half, the Steelers plus six and a half, and the Raiders plus three and a half. So he went two and one on those. So uh, this oh. week I will be taking the Chargers. Uh, I or no, I'm taking the Chiefs. He's taking the Chargers. So yep. plus three and uh, a Rob, half. Rob has the Chargers plus three and a half on Thursday night. Uh, the next game we have is Patriots Steelers. So this game is in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is now a home dog. Rob is going to take them once again. I think the Patriots bounce back. I the Steelers have no TJ Watt. I I don't think the Steelers are going to win very many. Not going they're they're not going to be terrible, but they're not going to win a ton of games this year. Uh, I think the Patriots bounce back and I think the Patriots are better a better team than the Steelers and and they will win uh by more than two and a half points. I don't Sunday. yeah, I don't know what to make of this. It's just the the defense good defense is going against bad offenses. That it's the lowest under over of the week at like 40. Yeah. Uh, I just took the points. It's going to be like a 14 to 10 game, maybe 17 to 13 or something, but yeah. Or maybe like 17 to 15. 
then I win either way. <laughs> uh, I think the Patriots are gonna are gonna win and cover in in Pittsburgh on Sunday. Um, and then uh, the final game that the two of us uh, decided to bet on is the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, zero and one, against the Indianapolis Colts, who are zero zero and one. James, get Colts. you a home dog. Colts are getting uh, our Colts are giving three and a half going into Jacksonville. I'm going to take the Jaguars here. The Jaguars always give the Colts a hard time. And I think they're better than most people think. And I was high on the Colts and they burned me last week. And I don't, Matt Ryan looks very old and not with it. So give me the Jaguars. I'll take the three and a half points. Give me the Jags. Yeah. I think the Jags are still not good yet. We'll go. Not, we'll go with. We'll go with the Colts minus three. Honestly, we had a hard time finding games this week. It was. It wasn't. It. We didn't love that. Man, from from like a real fun slate to uh, other than tonight's game, which you know is obviously and the and actually our game. Like most people are like, that's the best game on Sunday, is the Dolph, You know the Dolphins Ravens. So I think so. Yeah, I, I do. And we, honestly, it's the. It's like the fourth game. It's like the it's like we have like the the C team or whatever the D team for for CBS. Oh I was god, the, I the 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 Pats Steelers game is the one that's like nationwide, like in all of the cities that don't care about any team. They're getting Those that are, garbage yeah, game. Very large fan base. Can I? And, I remembered yeah. something. I want to go out on a limb where I will be all by myself, but no one will convince me I'm wrong, and I will never convince anyone I'm right. <laughs> But you reminded me when I took the since I had those Texan Steelers games that both went to overtime and one went to a tie and the other one should have went to a tie. Here's my take. I love ties. I love ties. I like ties in football. If I see an overtime game and there's like I look at the clock and if it's like under five minutes, I'm like, ooh, I want this to end in a tie. Everybody complains about them. They hate them. I love them. And here's where I'm going to go crazy. I don't think we need... I was happy with 16 games. I didn't need to go to 17. They're going to eventually go to 18, which we don't need to do, but money wins. This is, the con- this is I think, the concession they should make. No overtime during the week, uh, during the season. Overtime for playoffs, the, the rules that they have. But during the regular season, no overtime. Think about how much fun, like at the end of a game now, going for two or tie. You're not playing for overtime. You'd be playing for the tie. Now all these you have to make all these much cooler decisions, and there's you stupid coaches do stupider things. I think it would be a lot more fun. I know people. There are people who are very much against ties, and I think they're crazy. I think it's fun. I want to do away with overtime during the regular season. I'm done. <laughs> I, I like I like the idea. I don't I don't hate it. I don't I don't really hate ties as much as most people do either. Um, maybe I don't remember the last time the Dolphins tied. I, I can't remember. Um, but maybe I'd feel differently if I could recall a Miami Dolphin tie in, in the in the recent past. But I think you'd see a lot more going for two in certain sure. situations at the end of games where like this this is I don't the winner. I definitely I think want them it'd to be get cooler. to eighteen games because seventeen games is just weird. I don't yeah, like that's it. true. I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, not a fan of the seventeen game season. Um, okay, cool. So we're going to get into our next part of the show. Um, this, uh, we are doing prop bets of the Miami Dolphins game. So we're, for those of you that are degenerate gamblers like Rob and myself, um, there are always these silly prop bets on games. And we have decided to take a look at the prop bets of the Miami Dolphins games this season. And we're calling this section of the show the degenerate side of things because 
as I mentioned, Rob and I are both degenerates. Um, last week, Rob, I'll let you. What Rob won Pickham, and he won the degenerate side of what? things. What I went week, two so to one. Revel and... in his in his degenerate. I'm a roll in it. I'm a roll around in it. Two and one in Pickham. Two and one on the degenerate side of things. We went. So we each pick three props. We don't have to go head to head. We just pick three we like. We happened to go head to head on the first one. It was uh, two his yards. 227 and a half james said under i said what over and without that 42 yard bomb to waddle he still would have covered it by half a yard (laughs) so so i so i got that one and james missed it the next one you won on the uh damian harris over 45 and a half yard by a whopping two and a half yards he had 48 and you were so unclose. You said Parker would go over 39 and a half yards. I told you you were crazy. He had nine. I didn't think Howard was going to follow him around all day. I'm really <laughs> glad that he did. So I'd like, that's fine. I'm glad I lost. I'm glad Joe yeah, yeah. went over. I'm glad Parker went under. That's all, fine. We'll, we'll say this every week. All Anytime we pick, uh, you know, if we're going against a Dolphin, we, we want the Dolphin to win. We, we, this is, this is, uh, Dolphins rule you, all. You cannot see me, but I'm nodding and smiling. Yes, that is absolutely I, factually I cannot correct. see I it, but I can very hear glad it. that I lost. I wish I would have gone over three. Honestly, my props were all <laughs> that's anti-dolphin true. props. So well, mine were all, all right. pro dolphin uh, props, but I only got two out of three. I did take the like I said, I got the over on two was passing yards. I took the over on Edmonds rushing yards, which was thirty eight and a half, and that was not very close. He had twenty five. In my head, when I see thirty eight and a half. Uh, I think I stupidly was like, oh, fantasy, he'll easily, but that's, you know, you're not counting receiving, which he had 40, so he was not close on that, but I did take the over on Waddle at 59 and a half, and his 69 yards, thank you, fourth and seven, because he wouldn't have had it without it, <laughs> so. My, my thinking going into last week was that they were going to run the ball a lot. I thought they were gonna. I thought that was gonna be the, the game plan, and it was not. Well, um, I did have Edmonds over thirty eight and a half, so I d- I didn't not agree with you. Yeah. So uh, for this week, I, I will go first, um, but I'm going to need you to bring the screen back. Yeah, I real I realize <laughs> I didn't put the numbers in here, so I'm so I'm, I need I'm bringing that up. Yeah, that's okay. Here. The um uh. Tua, Tua's passing yards is over under for this week is is 254. Um, I believe it's 254 and a half. I'm going to take the under on that again. I think Tua is not going to go over 250 yards passing uh, this week. Um, The other, I'm going to go over on Lamar Jackson rushing yards, which is at 47 and a half. Uh, I feel like uh, Lamar is probably going to go over that. He's probably their number one option running, and I feel like he's going to be scrambling a lot with the amount of pressure that we're bringing. Um, and then finally, his Lamar Jackson, his passing is at 225 and a half. And, and a half. I'm going to go under there as well. I think we hold him to under 225 passing yards, but I think he goes over on his rushing. So I do not, uh, I do not hate your, your picks there, um, except for how they're two and one against Dolphins. But I get it. I am actually going to start with my first ever anti-Dolphins prop um, because I lost on it last time. I am going to take the under on Chase Edmonds' rushing yards. It's set at 44.5. Again, I think the, um, you know, we had trouble running the ball. The 
they still have a good defense um and he's splitting time so I'll, i'm gonna take that under i did enjoy the fact that they only have rushing props for lamar jackson and chase edmund <laughs> there's none <laughs> there's no rushing props for any uh running back on that team um and and it makes sense what i'm going to do the other side i'm i'm, I'm going to counter your two under with both the waddle and the hill over i'm just saying you know what i'm taking them both i think i see volume for hill big play for waddle maybe this week it's volume for waddle big play for hill um i want them both to go over again like they did uh last week waddle is at 58 and a half yards Tyreek at 66 and a half yards. I think I'm going to live on the Tyreek and Waddle overs at least one every week because um, I love them. Me too. I love to see it, and uh, I hope you're right. So um, we shall see how it plays out on Sunday. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of our second segment. Uh, we did keep Fantasy Camp. We did Fantasy Camp last week, so that was the one thing that I won at last week. So please... Stay tuned. And we are back. So um, for those of you not familiar with the show, this is our favorite part. Hit it, Rob. As I alluded to before the break, this was the only section of the show or segment of the show that i won uh last week so let also, me also uh, by the way it was also it was close. swung by the fourth and seven waddle touchdown that gave you mo- most of your points correct so my so for those of you unfamiliar um miami dolphin fantasy camp is a game that rob and i like to play every week where love to play. we draft a new miami dolphin or we draft a new uh fantasy team every week comprised entirely of miami dolphin skill players uh, and see how they do. So last week, Rob picked first. Uh, his name is uh, his team name is the Waddlers. My team name is the Ty Freaks. Um, but interestingly enough, I ended up with Jalen Waddle, and he ended up with Tyree Kill because that's who he took with his first pick. Um, Waddle and Hill canceled each other out. Um, where I ended up winning was the uh, Edmonds over uh, Mostert. Oh, say that play. again, since we also have a sort of yearly bet on who's going to be more valuable and who's Edmonds better. over Mostert. Well, Edmonds <laughs> got more of the volume, that's for sure. Well, that's, um, yeah, 20, that's part of why I like receiving. him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I, my, I know, I know. My take is I, I do feel like Mostert's the I, – I think by the end of the year we will see that he is the better of the two running backs. I felt like he made better plays. I think they're both great. I like them both a lot. Um, he's yeah, obviously just, more, like explosive. more explosive. Than I, that, I think Edmonds is is more well rounded. So and and he was great in pass protection. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy with both of them. But um, either way, uh, I was able to win. Final scores: twenty three to twenty and a half. I got fourteen, as I mentioned, from Waddle. Rob got fourteen from Hill. I got eight from Edmonds, and then Rob got three from Mostert. I only got one from Gasecki, zero from Ezekonmo, who didn't even dress, and then I got. Phillips didn't do anything, so zero points from Jalen Phillips. We take a defensive player as well. Rob had uh, Can Xavier you get Howard, negative points had... for that for that Ty Montgomery touchdown? He did look I mean, I love him and and but he did look at a he place. Was nowhere near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He should have gotten negative points. I'm fine with that. Um Xavier Howard got half a point for Rob, and then uh he also had uh, Cedric Wilson who had three points as well. He took Hunter Long, who got him the the zero, um, but it was only 
only one fewer point than uh, yeah, Mike we, re- got, we so. really weren't very sure what to do with the end of the benches on this one it gets it gets Which a little confusing especially still aren't yeah still are not yeah, so, so i had the first pick now with the first pick are you going with your tie with your namesake tie freaks you know it yes i, I love what i saw out of tyree kill last week give me tyree kill all right, and I will stick to the flip, stick to the flipped script. I will take Waddle and Edmonds. I think they are the, I think these are the obvious three picks, and from here it gets interesting. So I'm going to take Mostert and Gasecki. I think we see Mostert get more involved in the offense this week. Although I would have drafted Edmonds over him given the way things played out last week, but I think Mostert does get more involved. I think Gasecki is actually going to do more. I don't know if you saw. Um, uh, McDaniel's uh, quote about Kaseki after the game, he he felt like he would have that Kaseki would have gotten more targets given the game plan that they had, but the way that the flow of the game worked out, um, it just didn't didn't ever seem to set up for him. So we'll see. Um, I know there was I know you wanted to mention you know potential Kaseki returns in trades, but I think we should cool it on that for now. I, I was how... I was kidding. We I, I asked you that off off air before we started, but I was I was mostly kidding. Um, I think I think we see some more volume out of him this week. So I'll take I'll take I'll do most certain Gasecki for my. For I will my let two. you in on a little secret, which I shouldn't tell you because it will give you an advantage. Mm-hmm. You could take Gasecki with your last pick. I am not. He's he's never going to be on my fantasy team un- until, until after this week when he may, when oh, he blows up. There you go. We'll see. So, all right, you got two, bud. Um, I will go with uh, Cedric Wilson Jr. And I will take our starting tight end, uh, Durham Smythe. Nice. Okay. By um, the way, I got two, and honestly, yeah, we're still kind of figuring out how what to messed do at the up end of the is it. Because so we both are watching the Chiefs, uh, Chargers games in the background. How can they give Isaiah Pacheco ten? It just looks so. <laughs> I see a ten running around on the field for the Chiefs, and I'm like, is that Tyreek? And it's Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you, know. you have to finish. You should have one offensive player and one defensive player to pick. Yeah, and as we get to the end of the bench, it gets pretty challenging. Um, I was hoping as Economo was going to play and we'd see some of him, given what he looked like in the preseason, I took him. I, I feel like he's the, the third best wide receiver on the team. But um, I'm going to go with Trent Sherfield. Uh, I saw him out there. In the Patriots game, I don't think he did anything, but he was he had, he was out there, he had so. at least the one catch. He had a he had a, a good sideline catch. Nice, yeah. All right, give me give me Trent Sherfield. And for my defensive player, I'm going to take Holland. I think this is a, I think this is a, ga- a game where he shines. I know in the uh, the Baltimore game last year, he was uh, definitely making Lamar Jackson's life a living hell. So uh, I'm hope- hoping we see more of that from uh Holland this week so give me Javon Holland all right and uh as I also love uh as a comma but I can't just let it slide Wilson he's not the third best wide receiver on this team Wilson maybe he's not the best fit maybe but whatever he is still a better at this stage right now is a better wide receiver than as a comma maybe as a comma maybe better ceiling cooler name all that stuff but right now that's just crazy talk okay so I need a defender and normally, you know, we actually have our the pool we like to take from. We like obviously Xavier, um, we like Holland, we like Agba, we like Phillips. So I'm gonna go with somebody I don't think we've drafted yet. I'm gonna take Holland's running mate there. I'm gonna go with Brandon Jones. Um, I know we're not gonna cover zero of them blitz like crazy, but man, he he makes plays. 
He likes, you know, he's great at getting those running around the end and just running right at the quarterback. We're still going to we're still going to blitz him. I don't think we'll blitz him like we did, but I think it'll be more disguised, but it, they're coming. So, we have both the safeties to figure in we'll get the, you know, you can get sacks, you can get interceptions, you can get tackles, you can get fumbles. They do it all. As as much as we said we don't think this game is going to look like the Thursday night game from last year, we took the, the two guys who were the most impactful from that on the defense last year. So uh, we're hopeful, I guess, that, uh, that 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 we do see that come back. So, all right, well, let's go, Ty Freaks. I hope I uh, get to two and zero. Waddlers. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, all right, now with uh, all of our football segments out of the way, uh, any glaring nonsense that you'd like to bring up have you started watching house of the dragon yet Rob? no i didn't watch your naked dragon show yet no still no huh still no what about uh lord of the rings i did i watched i guess the the third one came out i watched the third one i have not seen the third one yet was it good it was i mean it's it's just like the other same it's pretty it looks good it's got i have problems with it that i like to make fun of but it's you know it's enjoyable yeah, right on. I um, I think we're up to episode four of uh, what we do in the shadows, which is is also very good. Oh, so good. oh, you didn't get to flip yourself yet? Had not gotten there yet. Oh, no, so no. good. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, that show's really funny. Um, outside of that, yeah, haven't uh, I can't I can't believe you're not watching House of the Dragon, and we don't we can't talk about it. Like I'm still we like, can just like we'll remember oh when Grendel Gore went and. Did that thing and he stabbed that you're guy in make the back. fun of it like you like you didn't love Game of Thrones. I did That's love, of course, hyster- I love Game of Thrones. Like you're gonna make fun of it. I love Game of Thrones. I hate prequels. They're unnecessary. It's not a prequel. It has nothing to do with the, the original story. Like it has nothing to do with the. Actually, I wouldn't say nothing to do. But it's the it's, Targaryens. That's got they got quite a lot to do with it. Yes. <laughs> Without Targaryens, we don't really have a story now, do we? This is true. This is true. You should you should watch it though. It's good. It's very very good. I can't I can't say enough good things about it. And every week, like I'm surprised by how much better it's getting. You want to you want to hear that? I haven't even watched Kenobi yet. Oh, that's disappointing. That was pretty good. I think you would have liked that. Well, I could still can watch it. I just haven't yet. I plan to watch it. I just haven't yet. Which means I haven't not watched Andor yet either. Are you going to watch Andor? That looks really good also. I plan to. I just don't know if it's like a day it drops. I we'll see. I've been busy. Did you see I've the trailer for too. um Secret Wars? I did. That looks pretty good. It does. I thought. That's a show, right? That's gonna be a series. Yeah, when I was watching it, it actually felt like it was gonna be a movie, but yeah. it, it is gonna be a, a series. So I the Marvel series are are interesting. Like some of them are like very um, they have their own genres. They're like so. They're not all. Yeah. They're not all the. They don't. Feel, yeah. They like because She Hulk's more of a sitcom, more of a comedy almost. Where correct. Yeah. You know, Miss Marvel was, was like a, like a was yeah. like a family kind of adventure, and yeah, Miss more. Yeah, exactly. Right, um, and then uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier was a you know kind of like that was the gritty for for Disney, the gritty one. Yeah, and Loki was. I thought Loki. I still oh, think Loki, Loki was the was best great. of the yeah. ones that I've seen. Um, Probably, and then yeah. WandaVision I, was pretty good too. Oh yeah. Although the, oh, the end God, of it was not great. What What didn't you like about the end? The The two. I visions? just didn't like. Like I didn't like all like the, all the MacGuffins. I guess. Uh-huh. Or what's the What's the word where they? Is that what they're called? Yeah. 
the yeah, red herrings and MacGuffins. Oh, red, red herrings, herrings are, yeah, the, yeah, are like I, fake I, things. I, MacGuffins I, is the is like the the bo- the magic box that fixes everything. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I know we talked about this a lot on the on the podcast last year. Um, I did. I I hadn't watched Dune again, um, and I, I started watching that last night. Um, I have a very large, high priced television, and um, I finally decided it because I saw Dune in the theater, so I hadn't actually watched it again. Um, so I put it on the on the TV. It looks amazing, and that's that is a very good, very good movie. Just a just yeah. A, yeah, like, yeah, it, like a, a very good job. adaptation of that book, and I'm very much looking forward to the sequel coming out. Um, when I, is that like coming I, out? I don't know, but I, I really hope it comes out soon. Like I, I really, I'm, I'm pumped. It was so good. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, um, do you ever read Chuck Klosterman? Are you a Chuck Klosterman fan? Um, I've never read his books, but I enjoy him. If that makes but, sense. So, like his, uh, like his journalistic endeavors yeah it's even yeah i'm even lamer than that like i i like him on i've heard him on a lot of podcasts like he oh yeah he, he does a lot of sports on... i honestly i've never actually listened to him on a on a i know he's on he's up been on simmons podcast a, a few lot. times right yeah yeah anyway uh he, he dropped a book a couple months ago called the 90s um i'm just about to i have like 20 pages left in it it's oh, very nice. Very entertaining, very nostalgic. Um, you would probably enjoy it, Rob. Speaking uh, of, by the way, speaking of nonsense and Simmons, I did not enjoy. He did not his te- his tears as much as I thought I would on this on the doll because he's already finished on the Patriots season. Because you know the best time, if really the only time to listen that you have to listen is the Monday after the Dolphins beat the Patriots, and you can uh, laugh at him. My favorite time. Well, they're playing our song. 1-0, first place, number one seed in the AFC. Let's go, Dolphins! Let's go. Beat the Ravens. <laughs>